0: Welcome to My First Sketch. I'm Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe on either iTunes or SoundCloud, or you can listen right from woodercooler.com. You can like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash myfirstsketch. If you want to contact me, feel free to email myfirstsketchpodcast at gmail.com, or follow me on Twitter at JoshHighFalse. Today's guest is Jackie Wolfson, who is currently a member of High Drama, this interview was recorded immediately after High Drama performed at the monthly Sketchfest Presents show, with most of the members of High Drama sitting as an audience, so you may hear some laughter or commentary from the background throughout the sketch and interview. The sketch is called Guess Who Sketch Artist, Jackie plays the victim named Tisdale, Brian Kelly plays the police sketch artist, and Kurt Reedy plays another cop. And as usual, I am the omniscient voice given stage direction and whatever visual cues you need to know. So let's go to the sketch. It starts with a guy, Tisdale, sitting at a table alone and two other people walk in, a sketch artist and another person. Okay, this is Agent Smith, and he's going to help you turn your mental image of the perp into something tangible to give to the media to run during the 6 o'clock news. Okay? Do you think you can do that? Yeah, I'm just a little shaken. It's not every day you get robbed, but yeah, I can. Good. I'll leave you two to work it out then. Smith's the best there is.
1: So, Al, what I
2: need you to do is to close your eyes and think real hard about the individual in question.
1: Okay.
0: Slowly pulls out the guess who game.
1: Yeah, I got a real good look at him, so this should be easy. All right.
2: Was it a male? Yes. Great.
0: He flips down all the females.
2: That, that's a sound That narrows it down by half. Good start.
1: Uh, yeah, I suppose it does. What was that sound? What sound?
2: Eyes closed. Keep that image.
1: That, uh... Okay, never mind. I must be more shaken than I thought. Completely
2: understandable. But tell me this. Did he have facial hair? Yes. Good. Now we're getting somewhere.
0: Flips down a bunch more.
1: What the hell? Aw, come on. You're just playing guess who.
2: I am certainly not. This is an official and extremely complicated crime-fighting tool.
1: That hardly represents the entire population. It was made in, like, the 70s. Is there even a black guy on there? Wait, he was black? Well, no.
0: Flipping down one smugly.
2: Do we still have a problem?
1: Yeah, we still have a problem. I was just robbed and you come in here playing a game and mocking me. You're a sketch artist, right? So sketch something. How can you possibly think that one of those those cartoons is going to look exactly like the guy that robbed me?
2: Sir, Mayor Nutter Has instituted new programs to help cut down on crime. You do want to cut down on crime, right?
1: Of course I do.
2: And if the old way wasn't working, you try something new, right?
1: Oh, yeah, but... But
2: nothing. This game is a proven effective method for catching the bad guys. Now, did he have a mustache? Yes. And hair?
1: Yes, brown. Brown.
2: Was he Jewish?
1: Now, how could I possibly know that?
2: Well, okay, they have this guy here who clearly... Well, okay, definitely not him, but this guy is damn near Hasidic, and you'd know. Okay, let me... I'll (laughs) rephrase the question. Did he have a jerry curl?
1: Who still styles their hair like that? I am telling you, this game is too out of date.
2: Was he scowling and wearing a big hat? Like a big furry hat? Yes... Is this the man?
1: Oh. My. God! Well, yeah, it is! But how did you know? How is that?
0: The other cop enters. The sketch artist looks at him knowingly. Bernard. Okay. Large, large image of Bernard from Guess Who flashes on the screen. That monster's back on the street! Okay. Uh, hey, Jackie. Hey. Uh, so, when did you write this? Um, I wrote this before I
1: started doing my first sketch show. So, in 2008. Yeah, 2008.
0: And what what drove you to doing sketch comedy? Like, what was the impetus there? Was it like you should do sketch comedy instead of what you're doing now? Well, like like, oh not that anymore. Let's move it this way. Uh, no, I um I was
1: so I moved out to Philadelphia in two thousand and seven and my cousin was me to start doing theater again in the Lehigh Valley and so it was like way too much driving. And so he started this group and he was like, It's here in Philadelphia. Wouldn't that be great? Can
0: you please join my group because we don't have enough females right now? Which is always a problem.
1: Right? And so I said yes. And then
0: I've been doing sketch comedy ever since. And and what like what uh was what sketch comedy like was like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I could do that. Like what were did what did you watch that you really enjoyed? Is there like like you weren't really a sketch comedy fan on yeah, TV yeah, I like watched, um, I watched uh, Mr. Show a lot okay really that um,
1: I watched SNL cuz
0: yeah um, and I watched Mad TV and
1: thought it was like a little gross but I could get down with that and um, no it was really I was bored I I moved to the city I didn't have many friends and so I, I figured I'd do it I don't yeah. think that that's the best story
0: No I don't that I don't need salacious <laughs> like <laughs> I like I don't Florida, need dirt like Florida, Ooh, ex-boyfriend joined, invited me to it first off that's interesting enough that the ex-boyfriend's like yeah let's do it let's yeah. like and then I, come hang out with me more again like yeah and then we broke up and i got the kids and the divorce and I got, <laughs> high drama <with> me <laughs> what oh wait okay so the person's no longer in high drama no. oh <laughs> because the entire like the narrative in my head was Kurt was the ex-boyfriend for whatever reason. <laughs> that was the assumption. I don't know, that like No, no, uh,
2: not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gross, no. Kurt is um, Kurt's the male version of me. That's how I
1: like to think about so it's glad we finally got to play brother and sister. Um, no, it was someone who no longer does high drama with us. Um, he's a very serious actor who does Shakespeare and he
0: was too serious and busy for us, so All right, that's He's a pro actor. Professional. Nice. Like <laughs> actually? Like yeah, yeah, it gets paid for. Okay, that's the paid for. That's the part I went to. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's like let's not say pro until it actually means pro. <laughs> no, there we go, good. Okay, um so you mentioned like Mr. Show. Yeah. Um I haven't talked to anyone about Mr. Show yet, so what like what would have been your favorite sketch? Like is there something that like you remember? I'm completely <laughs> blanking on it. It could absolutely be right. It sounds like David Cross, he like was, he was playing Hitler. That's definitely my
1: favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember
0: it. Not I it after the show. Now I have to go and find it cuz I don't remember that at it's
1: all. A lovely pretty sketch that was completely wrong, but it was so funny and the commitment was so there that it made everything that they were doing like totally fine.
0: That that's something definitely about Mr. Show is that the commitment It was always there like no matter what like you know either it was uh odin kirk doing droopy with you know that character like he was droopy and like he wasn't just you know like you know bloody ears and everything and like you keep the change and all that like their character their commitment to character was so great like no matter how gross or how off color something would be like the nambla sketch or the new kkk like that's what i love about mr show is that their character is really on point going for it yeah perfect um i ask everyone this who would be your favorite snl cast member i got asked this before and i answered wrong as i understand it um, how did you answer wrong did you like name and Matt tv cast member that's fine. How's that wrong? I don't know. The guy interviewed me was like, "I bet she's happy to hear her name at some point." That's I she was a perfectly correct, proper answer. If if people don't like Sherry O'Terry, like I love her, and, and currently I love Aidy Bryant. I mean, yeah, Adi yeah, Bryant. <laughs> is amazing. I love her. Okay, we're gonna disagree on that one, oh. but <laughs> there's there's something about her where everything feels the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so 14 people listen to this And 5 of them are me So it's okay I'm just making sure the levels are right On all the different platforms And it counts <laughs> um, But no yeah, Sherry O'Terry is definitely not a wrong answer But it definitely I think it does Um you know, it, it does support the theory that I always bring up about uh, um, Jim Downey said that your favorite cast or cast member would be from the time that you were in high school. Am I about right time-wise? Or middle, like, you might be, like, middle school even. I don't know. I graduated in 2002, so. She would have left the show in 01 or, okay, oh, yeah, you. I think so. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so. Yay, Jim Downey's right for once. Yay. 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 Um so, what came? What brought to you? What brought you to this idea, of uh, this, of the sketch? Who guest artist? Sketch artist. Okay, so um, going <laughs> to sound odd, but uh, so uh, the person who brought me to the Hydrama uh,
1: group. The X. The X. Um, he was telling me about ideas, and he brought up that DC Fisher, who is our head writer, had a Guess who sketch. And like, this is probably bad, but I was like, guess yeah, who? That's a brilliant idea. And then I wrote this sketch and I brought it
0: to the first rehearsal. And DC was like, we already have a, uh, sketch <laughs> like, we, we have one. And I was like, right, but this is different. Can we
1: just read it? Because I've never read yours. He's like, we have one. And then he was gracious enough to let me read it and we did it.
0: And was so yours better than his? No. No, not at all. Uh, what? <laughs> not at all. What what was his? What was the impetus? Like, what was the, you know, the plot of his Guess Who? Do you remember?
1: Yeah. No, no. Um, it was we've done it a bunch of times. It's two gentlemen playing Guess Who, um, and one of them doesn't want to play by the same rules as the other one, taking it way too seriously, and it was just a totally different concept. But uh, what I liked about it is you. Take one single concept and take it two totally different directions, and that was fun for me because I loved playing Guess who
0: as a kid well, like I think that's one of the good things about sketch comedy is that you can hand somebody a prop or or just an item and be like, "Hey, write something about this, and you're going to get two different things yeah. uh Fit used to have a show called iron sketch where oh, yeah, that. where we you know the writers would be assigned a prop and you had to write the prop you know right write around that prop i did it one time with blanket and oh, I yeah i was in that that was me thanks um uh, well half of me because was you know that another group of people um and oh right because dc and kurt were my were the coaches that night so maybe there was high high drama support there but uh blanket was the prop and I was in Kurt's group and I had written a sketch about Linus becoming a mental patient. And like, you know, his, his blanket was, you know, was gross and bloody and awful and Linus had to completely gone off the rails. And we, and I think it's a great sketch and I want to do it at some point, but we cut it because other things were better and they fit better together. Yeah. And we get there and DC's team's rehearsing and the first thing I hear is, so Linus, what's up? Or whatever. And i was just like, we dodged a bullet. Thank God. Like, oh my gosh. We both had Linus sketches. Yeah, that was <gasps> it came down to like audience voting. And then they out and called it a tie. No, we lost. Oh, did you? Yeah, did uh, cur- Yeah, DC's team beat us. Oh, no. I-, I think DC had a couple friends in the audience. Whatever. It's fine. I'm I'm not bitter at all. I've never I've never won. (laughs) I've done it twice and lost both times. I've never done it. You you should if that was a thing still, but it's not, so that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um Okay, so do you write for high drama more like like are you a writer with the group or Perf- like, primarily performer, because no, I don't know how okay. high is set up. So Hydram is set up everyone for themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we all write together, um, but it's more of a collaborative environment, I would say. And I, um, I don't know, I've kind of had, like, a year and a half dry song with ideas. So I haven't written as much lately, but I have contributed to other people's ideas. Um, so I've been an I would
0: say co so you're not necessarily bringing the sketch but you are helping punch up and I edit and saying one idea and praying that someone <laughs> will uh but always saying can I be in that sketch? I think that's my main contribution. Now it, like it, performances in your past like did you go to school for did you no. act or anything in no. school or um, I
1: I was in a, a show in college um, I played a white dog and a nun in this show, so typecasting. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I, I did theater in high school, but no, it wasn't until I moved out here and, and um, my cousin asked me to be in a show, and I got cast as an imaginary gay man named Bradley. Uh, <laughs> uh, that <then> I, <laughs> I started doing shows again, and then I was a, a geriatric fat nun after that. A so, lot of nuns. I, I have a type. Um, no, I, I didn't go to school for this. I, I do always, though, um, I always had a kind of dark sense of humor, which in the Midwest, I grew up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's not as common. So my mom used to say, oh, Jackie, she's got her
0: jokes. <laughs> 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 when I started dating my mom, I was like, just Jackie, just not as much <laughs> jokes. So, you know. Does- so, so does the does growing up in Miniso- Minnesota like does that affect your sensibility as a performer or as a writer? Um, well, I would say
1: that I, I, my time in high drama kind of countered that because my parents are from Jersey, but I grew up in Minnesota, so I kind of grew up sarcastic but also passive aggressive, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then very like polite. And so it wasn't until I joined. Everyone out and try not to hurt anyone's feelings too much. Uh, I like to always ask, but do we need to say this? Like, <laughs> is, is there a nicer way? And then um, I also get cast a lot as, like, moms saying, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so I say the Minnesota accent is what I bring to it, but really more. <laughs> Sketch comedy has changed my personality probably for the better. My mom may disagree, but... Um, I think it's gotten me more confidence in myself, um, and I would like to say it's also got me my fiance. Because fun story, Hydrama changed my Match.com profile and put a picture of themselves with me <laughs> in a clown nose to make me more attractive to other gentlemen. And they said, "You need a picture of yourself with some unattractive men to make you approachable." <laughs> <laughs> That is a picture that my
0: fiance Matt was like, alright, she's funny, I'll go with that. <laughs> so we actually have an engagement off of Match.com? dot com. Wow. You, yeah. Screw you, eHarmony. That's like right? Don't try and tell me who to like. Right. <laughs> um that was a whole saga of a story, I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I aim for 25 minutes so long stories are great. <laughs> okay, and uh, you mentioned Mad TV being gross. Yeah. But what was like what else was the appeal of it? Like do you have a like a memory of specific sketches or specific cast members of that? I do. So I haven't seen it in a long time but Stewart. Yeah. was one of my favorites. Mhm.
1: Yeah. at the same time and I thought it was like just a fun idea that this really excitable weird kid um, with this grown man playing it was uh, I thought lovely and that mm-hmm. might
0: be yeah, Stuart, for a while was one of my favorite characters he in the last couple of times they did it he got super dark yeah. and like messed up which I did not appreciate but I used to like play with my like when well not play with my sister but with my sister and I were doing something, I would I would go into that Stuart voice and be like, Look what I can do. And do that weird jump that he did, or like, No, let me do it. And that's all like that's all I did as a teenager was Stuart. I would do Mr. Peepers with my older brother. Like I would actually climb up on him and do it. Like even the whole Apple thing, just whatever weird character that I wanted to imitate, because my first sketch uh was actually a rip off of delicious dish. Nice. I wrote a version of delicious dish where because I'm a boy and my friend was a boy, I wrote out uh Molly Shannon and Anna Gasteyer's characters and made them guys hosting that show. We took over the show. I know, like totally un-PC, no females allowed. Uh I mean people were there girls were there like girls were in my life but for whatever reason i was like no this is funnier with two guys and then we did it last uh fall at black friday comedy and i was like hey julia can you do this sketch i'll rewrite it (laughs) to make the girl's name (laughs) instead it doesn't need to be you know it doesn't need to be two guys at all but that's what i had available to me as a 13 year old um So, why didn't you bring that? I know, <laughs> I know. Because um, really that sounds more embarrassing.
1: It was like Madonna versus Paula Abdul, who's the
0: better singer I dancer. Um, <laughs> please tell me that there's a, there's a, what? There is <laughs> a 1991 VMA. Yeah. Please tell me there's a VHS copy somewhere in a box at your parents' house. Please tell me there's going to be a YouTube link in, like, four hours. Never, never, hey, ever. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. YouTube.com slash high We'll put it there. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why my parents just gave us, uh, like, a tape recorder like, a video camera. And they're
1: like, all right, you can play for three hours.
0: It's three hours. That's fantastic, though. Like, I wish I had a video camera as a kid. My life would be entirely different. Yeah. I I don't know what I would have done cause, but having a video camera as a kid sounds great. Yeah. Good. So okay, so you're perfo- like you're playing with your sister doing videos. Like yeah. that's My sister and my cousin. So you don't think that had any bearing on doing this or uh-
1: Video.
0: I'm very quiet in it. I was very awkward. Um, my sister did most of the talking uh, as to my cousin. So and was she Paula Abdul or Madonna? She was James Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so who was Paula? <laughs> so then who was Paula Abdul? Who was Madonna? It was Paul Abdul and my cousin was Madonna. And where does James Taylor come in? She was the director. James Taylor was the director <laughs> of this does, has James Taylor and Madonna ever met in real, like... Really? I mean I mean, yeah, like, overlapped in, like, actual, like, public... Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't know. My sister was very much... I'm very man. confused by this. I know. Well, you... I know. But then why James Taylor? Like... Because she wanted to be a boy. And James Taylor, we grew up listening to him. There's really not a good story here. It's just she was James Taylor. <laughs> it's... It might not be a conf- it might not be a good story, but it's confusing. I want to get to the bottom of this. Like, how is there not a better male person for her to betray in a time of Madonna and Paul Abdul? <laughs> like, like Warren Beatty makes more sense to me at that point. That would be fun to musicians though, with, like James Taylor, or, like Phil Collins, with the music. Makes more sense. Phil Collins makes more sense to me than James Taylor. 'Cause by that time by that time, you know, early nineties or whatever, you would have been a child, James Taylor had already turned into soft rock, yeah. B one oh one, that's not a thing anymore, so I don't know why I brought that up. Like he was already there. He wasn't like the, the heroin addict in the seventies that was like cool and mustache, true story. I saw a picture of James Taylor in the seventies, saw a picture of him in the nineties. Don't understand it. <laughs> Didn't understand that was that the same person at all. Does it say that sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happening? I know it's kind of sad, actually. Someone already that made a Gallagher Two joke tonight. Just, you know. Wow, I listened to him doing WTF, and I don't remember any of it other than like Mark was constantly on the heroin tick. Like, he hit a yeah. yeah, and said it, Mark. So yeah. he's gonna dive right into heroin. You know. That's what you do. Like so, do you like heroin? That was an awful joke. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh, I can't even be like, hey, so how's how's New York tomorrow night going to be? Because this is going to go out like in two weeks, so we don't even. Yeah, yeah, it went went great. Cool, New Greta was awesome. Oh my god, so funny. Pit, wherever that is, that's yeah. New York, yeah. I mean, I knew that part. I knew that part. I know it's like two blocks away from the one UCB or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um All right, I don't know. You have any questions? It's a great keep looking at the time. I'm just making sure I'm lo- like I'm not looking at my watch. I'm making sure I'm still recording. So what kind of sketch are you doing these days? Uh nothing. It's basically this because Editing podcast takes a lot of time, a lot more time than I expected. Um, no, yeah, I'm writing and yeah. Uh, free agent out there just floating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not stuck in a high drama. Like I can do what I want. Yeah. I've been with high drama for years. Ugh. All right. First off, but seriously, high drama for years. That's, a, that's impressive because there's a, not a lot of groups in the city that survived more than a year i feel 2008 we've been going it's great. yeah it's like yeah. so how are you not tired of each other um we
1: all like genuinely like each other um i think it helps that all of us work in different fields too so we have like our own thing and then we come together and everyone contributes a lot and everyone spends the time working on things. And I think when you're with people that you like and that you respect,
0: um, and you're not spending too much time with them, it works out. Really so hard. there's no real like high drama balling nights or like <laughs> extracurricular.
1: No, I mean we once a year we go to DC's uh, <laughs> yeah. mom's house for a pool party. <laughs> so that happens in the summertime. <laughs> I don't know, there's something about having all of your friends who, like, find each other funny trying to not one-up each other, but make each other laugh. Like, just genuinely you want to make the other person laugh, and you want to make the other person have a good time, and their significant other feel really welcome. And, I I don't know, we're just genuinely all friends, and like I said, the significant others all get along really well, and I, I think that's why we've always stuck together and not really I mean a I'm not very good at mingling and uh rubbing shoulders <laughs> <laughs> other girls so together girls probably just find me kind of rude uh, but it is just
0: cuz well it's, it's not fun even fun. it's not even about like being rude because I had DC on a couple weeks ago and he and we talked about for a while high drama was off in their own island in fish town like yeah like you guys were off on your own and I was like Oh, it's so far away, but you know it's really not. But it is a world of difference between between you know the walking fish and Fit on in you know on Fourth and Bainbridge. Yeah. It, it's a world apart. And like whenever you guys came in for like the theme shows or even your your uh, shows at Fit, it felt different than the same people that were always hanging out at Fit. Same people that were always. It
1: does. It does. I mean. If- same classes as everyone else and you don't like you're not in the same groups as everyone else. It's natural to not be a part of everyone else. Yeah. Um which is fair. It's totally fair. We like just want to be friends with other people. I think it's because I'm just naturally kind of like awkward and don't like
0: talking to people I don't know unless I've had some drinks. Says the person on a microphone right now, (laughs) talking to an absolute stranger. (laughs) Oh, uh, thanks.
1: You're welcome. One of the great things when you like, drink enough, <laughs> 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 um, but you're also like kind of hanging out with people who are just doing things because they like to. Like They're hoping an audience shows up. Right. They would love that. Um, but really, it's just people who do things because it makes each other laugh. Like, how can you not like being in that sure? Vibe? Sure, um, and so yeah, that's why I started doing this. I mean, when I was younger, my Friday nights my mom used to call it my Friday night date, uh, was premium blend,
0: sure, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and Comedy Central Presents, and she was always like, You ready for a date? And I was like, Yeah, um, but it was just watching comedy because it's like, I mean, there's nothing I think better than simply trying to make someone laugh, uh, it's hard. Mm -hmm. it's hard yeah um but i i don't think that there's i mean anything better to do with your free nights than trying to make someone laugh it's it's a great like idea
0: yeah it is that that sounds like it i feel like that's a good way to stop because i don't think we're gonna top that or like philosophically We can't make like a a, a crap joke after that. Like that feels good. Yeah, that feels like a good end. So, all right. Thanks. Bye. Hi, drama has Facebook and YouTube pages where you can keep track on all their latest news shows and videos. And don't forget to check out. It's the new at Philly improv theater this Thursday and Friday at 9 PM and monologues and brought to you by returns from its duo fest hiatus next week on july 8th my first sketch is a philly sketchfest production you can find out more information at phillysketchfest.com or on twitter at phl also for more information about comedy in philly head to woodercooler.com the music on this episode is by the band nono which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com like my first sketch on facebook to keep up with who i'm going to be talking to next and future live shows This is Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening.